Welcome to Kansas Ag Report. I'm Ken Rogers. Well, the calendar is now flipped to September on the program today. More from the recent Risk Profit Conference. Michael Taylor talks Farm Bill as the first conference committee is scheduled to meet in the coming days. And grain market economist Dan O'Brien returns. He talks about how the uncertainty in trade is affecting the markets. Plus, we'll have some numbers from the USDA announcement this week on the trade assistance package and reports from Kansas Wheat, Kansas Farm Bureau, the Kansas Livestock Association, and Paragon Ag Advisors. This is the Kansas Ag Report. Closed captioning brought to you by Farm Bureau, a grassroots ag organization representing the state's farmers and ranchers since 1919. KFB.org. Created with free version Kansas for non-commercial use. Leaders in the adoption of profitable innovations for wheat. Online at kswheat.com. Kansas Livestock Association. Supporting our members' business interests to meet consumers' demands. KLA.org. Well, on Monday of this week, Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue announced details of the trade assistance package for farmers that have been hurt by the president's trade agenda. The $12 billion package will provide payments to producers as part of a short-term relief strategy to protect agriculture. USDA's Farm Service Agency will administer the Market Facilitation Program, or MFP, that will provide payments to corn, cotton, dairy, hog, sorghum, soybean, and wheat producers starting as early as Tuesday. It's important to note that these payments will be based on actual production. So farmers need to harvest a crop and provide their production numbers to USDA Created before any payment can be sent out. The payments to producers will total $4.7 billion. Now also included in this relief package, USDA's Ag Marketing Service will administer a food purchase and distribution program. They'll purchase up to $1.2 billion in commodities targeted by this unjustified retaliation, they say. Now through the Foreign Ag Services Ag Trade Promotion Program, $200 million will be made available to develop foreign markets for U.S. agriculture products. Now, those payment rates in the market facilitation program include soybeans, $1.65 a bushel for 50% of production, corn, a penny per bushel for 50% of production, pork, 50% of the total number of pigs you had on hand as of August 1st, then $8 a pig, cotton, $0.06 cents a pound and 50% of production, sorghum, $0.86 cents a bushel and 50% of production, dairy, the margin production historic number, 12 cents a hundredweight times the production number. Now, USDA has a number for some 21,000 producers, but if you don't use. have one, it can be calculated by USDA. Now, coming up September the 4th, which is Tuesday, the first payment period will begin. Now, the second payment period, if warranted, will be determined later by USDA. Well, as you can see, soybean farmers seem to gain the most in this package. Well, that's not sitting too good, especially with some corn farmers. Kansas Corn Grower Association President Ken McCauley uh, said of the payments, uh, a half cent is no relief from the market destruction that they've seen so far in corn. He added he's starting to feel a bit picked on by this administration, citing trade and the renewable fuel standard situation. Well, we are scheduled to have David Shem, the Kansas Director of the Farm Service Agency, on next week's show to go more in-depth with these programs. So if you have questions or concerns, email them to us right away to kartvshow at gmail.com, and then we'll ask them, David Shem.
When we come back, reports from Kansas Wheat and the Kansas Farm Bureau as well as Kansas use. Livestock Association, Paragon Ag Advisors. Thanks for watching the Kansas Ag Report. This segment brought to you by Kansas Livestock Association, supporting our members' business interests to meet consumers' demands. KLA.org. Oldie Seed Farms, carrying soil-specific seed. Find them on the web at oldieseed.com. That's O-H-L-D-E seed.com. Grass and grain, online or in the mail. Keeping Kansas farmers informed for over 60 years. Grassandgrain.com. Kansas Weed Commission, leaders in the adoption of profitable innovations for wheat. Online at kswheat.com. Well, will we have a new farm bill complete by the end of the month? K-State's Michael Taylor reviews what's in Created the new farm bill and what it might look like. Use. So the farm bill is still in process. Uh, we are working on it in a conference committee now. Uh, we've had a version past the Senate and a version past the House. And so now we're looking at uh, trying to reconcile the differences between the two bills. Um, that's what the committee work is all about. Um, we could have a, a finished farm bill as early as um, middle to the end of September, um, but it's also possible that that it will take them longer to reconcile their differences and we could be looking at something um, in the end of the year or in the lame duck session. Um, so, so there's some, some different some unknowns uh, in terms of when the farm bill is going to be finished uh, the good thing about it is that when as we look at uh, the the differences the changes between the 2014 farm bill and the 2018 farm bill they're pretty nuanced they aren't uh, big structural changes we're not uh, making large changes to existing programs uh, or, or or trying to mix it up uh, a lot we're really continuing the the arc and plc programs that we've had and so um, with those programs in place Farmers will have the opportunity to um, re-enroll uh, when this new farm bill is finished. So they'll have the chance to either stay with the program that they chose in 2014 or elect into a different program uh, for the 2018 farm bill. Um, and that's going to be a tough decision for them again. It's still a matter of, of trying to figure out where you think prices and yields are going to be at over the course of the next four to five years and which program will offer the best risk protection. So we're still going to have to talk farmers through that decision, um, talk to them about what we know uh, about how the, the programs played out over the last four years, uh, and then you know talk about expectations for where they're going um, over the next four to five years. So one of the big differences um, that, that is being looked at is the use of, of particular data to determine the, uh, the ARC yields and they're going to be using, they were using NAS um, and now Created they're looking at, at using potential RMA use. data instead. Um, that may not sound like a big difference but those data sets really can reflect um, different yields and different uh, different producers and so it'll be interesting to see what they what they key in on there. Um, there weren't a lot of changes to crop insurance. Uh, really the, the message from the states were 
for us was to keep crop insurance, don't change it, <laughs> don't mess with it, um, and it, it, it appears that they have stuck with that message and um, they haven't done much to, to alter crop insurance. On the conservation title, uh, they are looking at upping the uh, number of acres enrolled uh, in CRP as well as potentially changing the rental rate. So the, the reason that, that CR, uh, CRP got cut back was because it was getting too expensive because the rental rates were high. So now what we're doing is we're saying, well, we'll up the cap on acres, but we'll back off the, the rental rate to either 80 or 85 percent of the county average rental rate. Um, and that's the difference between the House and the Senate versions is 80 versus 85 percent. So we are going to look at that, um, make some changes. And forever, the, the nutrition program is, is always a source of contention in terms of you know work requirements and things like that. Uh, so there will be some, some work to do there. When we come back, great economist Dan O'Brien joins us on the Kansas Ag Report. This segment brought to you by Farm Bureau, a grassroots ag organization representing the state's farmers and ranchers since 1919. KFB.org. Oldie Seed Farms, carrying soil-specific seed. Find them on the web at oldieseed.com. That's O-H-L-D-E seed.com. Grass and grain, online or in the mail. Keeping Kansas farmers informed for over 60 years. Grassandgrain.com. Kansas Wheat Commission, leaders in the adoption of profitable innovations for wheat. Online at kswheat.com. One of the underlying themes of this year's Risk Profit Conference was trade. Grain market economist Dan O'Brien from K-State says that uncertainty is still the biggest issue in the commodities. We've had ongoing concerns about uh, and, and, and political announcements back and forth, uh, lots of discussions about trade issues. Um, in particular, uh, uh, try, we're, there's great uh, concern about the soybean market uh, and, uh, um, and uh, with uh, watchful eyes towards the price being paid in for, that, that China in particular is paying for soybeans out of South America and also uh, the, and the, the relative price after adjustments that we're paying here. So it sure seems that the tariff uh, that's been imposed by China upon purchases, and again, their predominant buyer, 50-60% of the world uh, imports, that they uh, that you're seeing a good portion of that tariff being reflected in the price differential. And in fact, and when it gets to the place where where uh, Chinese buyers would come to the U.S. and, and purchase anyway, well then it, you're, they're probably either South America's Brazil in particular ran out of soybeans, <laughs> and uh, or uh, or the uh, price has gotten wide enough to the place where it's it's a wash. So. So I mean, that that's been a big thing, and there there are other factors to look at there too. Uh, you know, as, as we talk, there's the soybean market. Uh, as um, I look at the markets today, uh, well, part, excuse me, in the last day or so, uh, here uh, with an announcement that came out on Thursday, the soybean market moved up 28 cents uh, based on the rumor and the hope that there'd be some resolution of this. So that's that's a big thing. Uh, since uh, our last conversation, also there is. Uh, uh, continue to watch the corn crop, really no great concerns yet. I think there, there's still, un, still uh, uncertainty with regard to the size of this crop. Uh, the 
the USDA report come out and uh, the pegged a record high yield, 178 bushels, I think, thereabouts, uh, uh, with uh, some weather issues, uh, some warm night issues. Uh, I'm talking to people from the three I states, uh, again, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, uh, you could have, you could see that number come down. It seems to be on the high side, but, but even so, instead of a 14.6, Billion bushel crop, you got a 14.4, 14.5, so still a lot of corn, but you're just you're looking at adjustments that happen in the ending stocks. Usage seems to be holding up well. Final thing for wheat, wheat market uh, uh, has has held up pretty well. Uh, we'll have, uh, winter wheat seeding going on here of late, but waiting to actually see the rumored strength in U.S. exports actually start to happen, and now. Uh, uh, perhaps with some buying that's been reported, we, we might see some of that start to happen. But, but so far, we've been uh, buying the rumor on that, and and uh, uh, and as reports coming out of other wheat producing areas have all been supportive. So we'll see where that goes. When we return, we'll get updates from several Kansas ag groups here on the Kansas Ag Report. Agriculture information on your computer or mobile device, news and views on grains, livestock policy, and opinions from newsmakers can be found by liking AgView on Facebook and on Twitter, follow AgView News, a reliable and relevant source, agview.net. All over the country, more and more communities are making the change to biodiesel made from U.S. soybean oil. And the decision continues, improving the health and welfare for millions of Americans while adding billions to our national economy. What does a brighter, more sustainable future look like in our cities and towns, and how do we get there? When New York needed an alternative fuel source to reduce Created carbon emissions, for the city found use. what it needed in biodiesel made from U.S. soybean oil. Many seed companies claim to offer the latest genetics, but how many have tested those genetics in soils just like yours? The Oldie Seed Know to Grow research program has fully tested the latest seed genetics in soils that are right in your neighborhood. The Oldie Seed Know to Grow program can recommend the best performing hybrids from technologies like Enlist, Extend, and Liberty Link that will optimize the yield and profit of every acre on your farm. Contact Oldie Seed today. Spring is sprung and Premier Farm and Home has what you need to keep your yard crabgrass free throughout the season. With a complete line of pre-emergence, you can stop crabgrass before it starts. Premier Farm and Home, 900 Southwest University Boulevard or find them on the web at haycow.com. Kansas State University, through the International Wheat Genome Sequencing Consortium, recently published a detailed description of the genome of bread wheat. Sequencing the bread wheat genome was long considered an impossible task due to its enormous size, it's five times larger than the human genome, and complexity. This work will pave the way for the production of wheat varieties that are adapted to climate challenges with higher yields, enhanced nutritional quality, and improved sustainability. According to Bikram Gill, distinguished professor at Kansas State, it is a dream come true for Kansas wheat farmers who were the first to invest in the wheat genome sequencing project and pivotal in rallying U.S. wheat farmers in support of the wheat genome sequencing project. Kansas wheat farmers have been supporting the efforts through the Kansas Wheat Commission's wheat assessment since 2005 with a cumulative amount of nearly a quarter of a million dollars. 
Wheat breeders will be able to more rapidly identify genes and improve agronomic traits such as yield, grain quality, Created resistance to fungal diseases, and tolerance to physical stress, and produce hardier wheat varieties. K-State wheat breeder Alan Fritz says having a sequence of the wheat genome is a turbocharger for wheat breeding. It is expected that the availability of a high-quality reference genome sequence will boost wheat improvement over the next decades, with benefits similar to those observed with maize and rice after their reference sequences were produced. Rich Fells, president of Kansas Farm Bureau, and I want to start out talking just a little bit about national issues that I know many of you are hearing a lot about and, and that's the trade situation and the impact that it has on agriculture. A couple of weeks ago we were with American Farm Bureau in Washington DC and had several presenters addressing the issue and, and one of the catches that they were using was trade not aid and I think as we hear what the administration is wanting to do is to provide some relief with for those for in production use. agriculture for any impacts that uh, the tariffs are causing on the impediment of trade uh, to the other parts of the world. People in production agriculture really don't see that as a great alternative. However, if it comes to worse comes to worse, uh, realize that it might be essential to their operations. I think the challenge with these trade situations though is, is long term. We can patchwork here in the short term, but in the long run we've got to be careful that we don't destroy some of the long-term relationships that we've had with some of these other countries. We've been kind of built into their infrastructure uh, and that can change. In the case of Mexico specifically, the amount of product that they move from our country to Mexico is a very, very significant part of their imports. We're going to give them the opportunity to import products from other parts of the world. What if sustainability were synonymous with U.S. soy? If energy efficiency, water quality, and soil health help define U.S. soy's value, that future is here, the time is now. To meet end-user demands, the Soybean Checkoff is committing to sustainability that's achievable, worthwhile, and enduring. A message from the Kansas Soybean Commission, the Soybean Checkoff, progress powered by Kansas farmers. The producer-funded Kansas Wheat Innovation Center was built to get improved varieties into the hands of farmers faster. Kansas Wheat, farmers advancing their future through wheat genetics research. Kansas Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture, represents grassroots agriculture. The state's largest and most powerful farm organization stands up for its members through leadership development, agriculture education, legal defense, environmental advocacy, farm safety, and risk management. Members also enjoy money-saving benefits. To join use. our organization today or to learn more, go to www.kfb.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter. What does a brighter, more sustainable future look like in our cities and towns, and how do we get there? When New York needed an alternative fuel source to reduce carbon emissions, the city found what it needed in biodiesel made from U.S. soybean oil. Many seed companies claim to offer the latest genetics, 
But how many have tested those genetics in soils just like yours? The Oldie Seed Know to Grow research program has fully tested the latest seed genetics in soils that are right in your neighborhood. The Oldie Seed Know to Grow program can recommend the best performing hybrids from technologies like Enlist, Extend, and Liberty Link that will optimize the yield and profit of every acre on your farm. Contact Oldie Seed today. Ranchland Trust of Kansas, the Sand County Foundation, and the Kansas Association of Conservation Districts have named finalists for the 2018 Kansas Leopold Conservation Award. The award honors Kansas landowners for achievement in voluntary stewardship and dedication to land, water, and wildlife habitat management on private working land. The finalists are Hamey Family Farm and Ranch at Scott City, owned by Stacy Hamey, Alexander Ranch of Sun City, owned by Ted and Brian Alexander and Zbar Ranch near Lake City owned by Turner Enterprises and managed by Keith and Eva Yearout. Stacy Hamey and his son Chaston have been on the cutting edge of land-friendly farming practices that help their profits, wildlife, and the environment. Cattle are rotationally grazed on land that also serves as habitat for the lesser prairie chicken. Alexander Ranch has successfully used a rotational grazing system for nearly 30 years. The Alexander Sanders have done extensive clearing of eastern red cedar trees to increase native plant and wildlife diversity, including habitat for lesser prairie chickens. Zbar Ranch is managed under a philosophy of economic sustainability and ecological sensitivity with a focus on native species. The ranch raises grass forage to sustain a 1,200 head bison herd. This year's Kansas Leopold Award will be presented November 19th at the Kansas Association of Conservation Districts Convention in Wichita, the winner will receive $10,000 and a crystal award depicting Aldo Leopold. Good morning, I'm Darren Van Vector with Paragon Ag. Trade uncertainty has the market consolidating right before a very large national harvest for the USDA and most recently the Pro Farmer Crop Tour. Trade talks, although lower level ones, resume with China. Trump communicated that he believed not much would transpire, but an open line of communication at least feels a little better at this time. Word is we're closer Created to an agreement with, with Mexico, and we're still awaiting use. the details and the market reaction from those. For many here in Kansas and Missouri, the heat and dryness has put a hurting on this year's corn crop. But timely rains have fallen for many, giving the beans a chance. Continue to keep an eye on basis. With a growing bean crop and uncertainty around trade, merchants will lean towards widening basis to guard against their bottom line. Conversely, we have seen corn bases improve to some of the best levels in recent years prior to a harvest. With wheat above feed level pricing and hay hard to come by, corn usage could get ramped up locally to fill the void in regard to feedstuffs, meaning that we could see localized basis improvement as end users look to fill their needs. If you have the capability to store on farm, it may be something to look into. Just remember, basis is only half of the cash equation, so continue to hedge and protect accordingly. If you typically do not or cannot store, you may look at other strategies. Remember, marketing is not a one-size-fits-all fit all approach. You have to find something that fits you. If you want help, give us a call here at Paragon Ag Advisors, 888-452-8751. I'm Darren Van Vactor. Be safe and have a great week. Closed captioning brought to you by The Soybean Checkoff. Progress powered by Kansas farmers. KansasSoybeans.org. Farm Bureau, 
a grassroots ag organization representing the state's farmers and ranchers since 1919. KFB.org. Kansas Weed Commission, leaders in the adoption of profitable innovations for wheat. Online at kswheat.com. Kansas Livestock Association, supporting our members' business interests to meet consumers' demands. KLA.org. Spring is sprung and Premier Farm and Home has what you need to keep your yard crabgrass free throughout the season. With a complete line of pre-emergence, you can stop crabgrass before it starts. Premier Farm and Home, 900 Southwest University Boulevard or find them on the web at haycow.com. What if sustainability were synonymous with U.S. Use. soy? If energy efficiency, water quality, and soil health help define U.S. soy's value, that future is here, the time is now. To meet end-user demands, the Soybean Checkoff is committing to sustainability that's achievable, worthwhile, and enduring. A message from the Kansas Soybean Commission, the Soybean Checkoff, progress powered by Kansas farmers. Kansas Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture, represents grassroots agriculture. The state's largest and most powerful farm organization stands up for its members through leadership development, agriculture education, legal defense, environmental advocacy, farm safety, and risk management. Members also enjoy money-saving benefits. To join our organization today or to learn more, go to www.kfb.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter. The producer-funded Kansas Wheat Innovation Center Created with was free version for non-commercial use. Varieties into the hands of farmers faster. Kansas Wheat, farmers advancing their future through wheat genetics research. All over the country, more and more communities are making the change to biodiesel, made from U.S. soybean oil. And the decision continues, improving the health and welfare for millions of Americans while adding billions to our national economy. What does a brighter, more sustainable future look like in our cities and towns, and how do we get there? When New York needed an alternative fuel source to reduce carbon emissions, the city found what it needed in biodiesel made from U.S. soybean oil. What if sustainability were synonymous with U.S. soy? If energy efficiency, water quality, and soil health help define U.S. soy's value, that future is here, the time is use. now. To meet end-user demands, the Soybean Checkoff is committing to sustainability that's achievable, worthwhile, and enduring. A message from the Kansas Soybean Commission, the Soybean Checkoff. Progress powered by Kansas farmers. Agriculture information on your computer or mobile device. News and views on grains, livestock policy, and opinions from newsmakers can be found by liking AgView on Facebook and on Twitter. Follow AgView News, a reliable and relevant source. AgView.net. version for 
version for non-commercial well, that's our show this week. A reminder, we're scheduled to have Kansas FSA Director David Shem with us to discuss these USDA programs more in depth. Well, be social with us, kansasagreport.net, or on Facebook and Twitter. I'm Ken Rogers. Thanks for watching the Kansas Ag Report. We'll see you next week.